Remember the times that you'd be sitting in class at middle school and through high school and the teacher would be rambling about nothing important and you'd find yourself daydreaming. You'd find yourself doodling or writing in your notebook. Come with me now and return to those times, to the times of high adventure, to the times of dark insanity. When you had no idea where the story was going, you were just writing to write. It's nostalgic. It's offensive. And I got it all right here. Welcome to Tinkerbuff Storytime. The spring air was empty, the clouds were gray, and the trees were dead, much like my soul in my mind. My name is Joe Newman, and I'm searching for a role in my life, a destiny, a cause. I never thought I would find it here, the home of my friend's house. Staring at the house, I couldn't help but remind myself of the horror that waited inside. This is The Exorcism of Zack's Ass, written circa 2006. Three days earlier. Zack Curtis was a man with red hair, a man with a little more weight than most, and a man who at the age of 23 worked as a newspaper carrier. He rode a red bike and tossed papers in the lawns, and as he was about to finish up his daily routine, he didn't know that across the entire globe, another man was thinking about him. Man, this thing looks dumb as Dustin Shepard joked to Joe Newman as he showed him an ancient relic by an old and dusty dig in the far reaches of Africa. Man, why are we even here? Joe asked Shepard, who shrugged, looking at the stone carving of a skinny man, standing on a skull and holding a large ball in his hands. The figurine also had a strangely large, deformed ass. We should buy it for Zack, Shepard chuckled as Joe sighed, and the two walked over to a strange-looking vendor. The vendor had a white right eye, dyeing black hair. His skin was stuck to his bones like paper, and he wore a burlap sack for clothes. I'd like to buy this piece of shit, Shepard greeted, showing the man the relic and then digging for his wallet. You shouldn't buy it. That relic is pure evil, the man hissed as Shepard sighed. What, man, you want more? I got four dollars American, but I'm not going any higher. No, the relic carries an evil aura. Then why are you selling it? My family is dying of starvation. Well, good, Shepard groaned and slapped the bills on the table before turning and walking away with Joe. The two soon boarded on an airplane and got in their seats. Man, there was literally no point in that, Joe stated looking at a pamphlet that said, See Africa for under a hundred dollars. Man, you weren't doing anything important, Shepard replied, and Joe shrugged. Far behind the two boarding the plane was a Catholic priest that the two didn't recognize. It was a skinny, lanky, pale man known as Father Sherman. Zack parked his bike outside of his house and looked around. It was going to storm later, but that didn't bother him. He enjoyed thunder and lightning, a true sign of nature's power. He walked inside and sat down at his computer and uploaded to the popular social networking site of the time. He sighed, seeing his two friends had the status of gone to Africa for the weekend, bye, and his other friends were busy contemplating suicide, posting emo songs, or trying to find a way to get Poontang. He then thought to himself, I wonder if Poontang is actually a word. After typing it into a word processor, he found that it wasn't because there's red squiggles under it. Or maybe he was just spelling wrong. Maybe it was a compound word. He sighed and leaned back in his chair, realizing just how much he needed something to happen into his life. He looked over at the TV in the corner of the room and saw a courtroom show. He tried to change the channel, but realized the remote control was across the room. 
He sighed a deep sigh. This show would just have to do. Shepard was reading a travel book as Joe listened to heavy metal in his earphones. He looked around the plane, seeing some children being retarded, <laughs> some cleavage, a couple snoring elderly people, and then he saw the priest staring at him. The priest wore a pair of glasses, had a skinny bone structure, black hair covering most of his skull and face, and he didn't waver his stare as Joe looked back at him. Joe casually flipped him off and propped his feet on the armrest in front of him, pushing the person's arm in front of him off of their own armrest. Father Sherman didn't waver his stare, even when Joe leaned back and closed his eyes. It was a little while later, when Joe opened his eyes and he saw Father Sherman was in the seat next to him. Joe took his earphones out and looked at the priest. Can I help you with something? Man, you're pretty much pissing me off, Joe groaned as Spencer leaned in towards him and put a skinny pale hand on Joe's armrest. I sense a great evil within you. He whispered as Joe lifted his white shirt and showed his bayonet blade on the loop of his belt. It had a swastika on the hilt. <laughs> Is it this? Look, man, I'm not a Nazi. It was just a present. Joe said as Sherman first stared wide-eyed, but then breathed slowly. No. I sense an evil, much more ancient. And how did you get this on the plane? He replied and Joe shrugged and covered his knife back up. Look, man, I, I just do what I'm doing. Look. Sir, I think you brought something from Africa's hell back with you. Sherman hissed as Joe lifted an eyebrow. He turned and nudged Shepard, who was still reading. Hey, man, this priest wants to see your penis. Gross, Shepard casually replied, not looking up from his book. No, you fools, I'm trying to save your eternal souls, Sherman shouted. By sucking my dick? Shepard shouted loudly and the whole plane grew quiet as Sherman turned and faced the front, wide-eyed and silent. Zack slid into his kitchen, wearing nothing but a towel, to the sounds of the cherry poppin' daddies. Saxophones, trumpets, and kick-ass drum beats filled the house as Zack danced wildly. Zack pointed his finger at the back door, and it opened, releasing a line of women wearing bikinis. They formed a dancing line behind Zack, who didn't miss a beat as a fedora was placed on his head. Zack shot a finger at the front door, and a man dressed as a penguin ran into the room, put his flippers on his knees, and began swirling his head, as behind him a jazz band of more penguin-dressed men marched into the room. Zack spun on a heel holding his hat as the women and penguins surrounded him. He fell to his knees and threw his hands into the air, for Zack had just successfully saved his Friday night. The plane soon landed back in the part of the world God actually cared about, and Joe and Shepard began fighting their way through the terminal trying to get to their car. As the two were about to exit, Shepard looked over his shoulder and saw the priest without any luggage, standing in the middle of the crowd and staring at them. He kept his overly long, skinny arms by his side, and his cloak swayed with no real wind. Shepard turned back around and stepped into the parking garage with Joe next to him, as the two looked for Shepard's car. As they drove down the highway, Shepard looked in the side-view mirror and saw a black Lincoln Town car. Looking in the rear-view mirror, he saw that it was Father Sherman behind the wheel. Jesus Christ, hold on, Joe, he snarled and slammed on the gas. He passed the car and swerved around the corners, but Sherman was right on his tail. This man's worse than the goddamn Jehovah's Witness. Shepard growled as Joe opened the glove box and grabbed the Luger 9mm handgun. Yeah, fucking kill him, Shepard shouted as Joe leaned out the window. <laughs> the two cars sped down the alleyway as Joe fired off two rounds. One pinged against the wall of the alley and the other hit the windshield that seemed to be bulletproof. The priest then put his own arm out the window and Joe saw that he held a forty-five handgun with a cross painted across the barrel and on the other side of the barrel was the word judgment. <laughs>
Shepard busted out, or Sherman busted out three rounds. One broke the back of the windshield of Shepard's car as Joe ducked behind the front seat. Dude, make him dead, Shepard shouted as Joe crawled between the two front seats. Shepard skidded out of the alley and onto an actual highway. During the night, the road seemed dead until the gunfight squalled onto the turf. Sherman didn't let up as he accelerated and shot the, towards the tires of the car. Dude, try this, Shepard shouted. And Father Sherman so, saw Joe rise from the back seat with a double-barreled 12-gauge shotgun. Joe put both his fingers on both triggers and squeezed them. The kick was enormous, sending his ass in between the two front seats. Father Sherman tried to control his car, but the massive blast went into the grill and shattered something under the hood. Shepard shouted with excitement and high-fived Joe as Sherman's car hit the wall of a nearby house. Father Sherman stepped out, seeing the speeding car. He slammed the car furiously and looked up at the moonless sky. I'm trying, Lord. I know I'm responsible for their souls as well as my own. I must stop that relic from gaining its power. He whispered and walked from the car, which then exploded for no real reason. Joe and Shepard sped down the highway as Joe was back in the front seat. The two were smoking massive $20 cigars as hip-hop blared over the speakers. Joe removed his cigar and let out a thick roll of smoke from his mouth. Shepard turned and took a picture of, of Joe smoking for no reason. <laughs> the next morning, Shepard's car was parked outside of Zach's house, and the two gentlemen were inside. Man, you would not believe what we had to go through to get this for you, Shepard explained, handing the relic which was gift-wrapped. Oh, you guys didn't have to. I mean, you did just leave without offering me a chance to go or anything, but, I mean, this is, this is just as good as going on a trip with my friends to another country. Zack stammered as he smiled and unwrapped the relic. What, um... What the hell is this, guys? Zack asked, looking at the strange stone and wooden relic. It's an ass demon, Joe explained excitedly. Well, thank you, guys, Zack said with a sigh and set it next to his potato clock. A half-empty can of shaving cream and a can of refried beans. Seriously, dude, Joe almost killed a priest, Shepard insisted as Joe shrugged. It was my pleasure. Zack smiled and put a hand on each man's shoulder as he walked them towards the front door. Well, guys, I'm, I'm sure happy you're here, and I'm, I'm real happy that you brought me some garbage that you found from Africa, and let me just say how much I appreciate our friendship. Shepard and Joe were about to speak, when all of a sudden they realized Zack had shunt the door in their face. What, what just happened? Shepard asked, looking at Joe, who simply shrugged, and the two walked away. Zack looked at the strange doll with the large ass and smirked as he passed by it. But then the relic suddenly fell over and rolled across the table on its own. And as it fell to the floor, a stray cat from the street walked through Zack's door and patted it with its paw. Zack walked back into the room and lifted an eyebrow, seeing the relic. When he reached down to pick it up, something dripped on his hand. It looked like... No, it couldn't be. Zack looked up and screamed in horror. As spread across the ceiling was a stray cat's blood and organs, and in massive letters it spelled A-S-S. Cat fur dripped and stuck to the ceiling fan as the bones were seemingly glued to the ceiling. Zack picked up the relic, walked to the kitchen window. He opened up the window and threw it in the backyard. Nope, not messing with that, he told himself. He would mow the lawn tomorrow, and when he did, it would be destroyed. But it's going to have to wait till tomorrow, because fuck mowing the lawn. He walked back to the living room and decided he would also clean up the kitchen tomorrow. Father Sherman walked down the sidewalk, passing... All sorts of vagrants, as funk music blared around the cement jungle. He waited for a taxi, and when one arrived, he got into the driver's seat and threw the man out. Father? The, the man shouted, not expecting to get hijacked by a priest. Sherman replied by squealing the tires and speeding away. 
he casually flicked the service light off and swerved through traffic with ease. Yo, Dick, did I leave my Zoom here? Joe asked hours later, just walking into Zach's house. Joe looked around as he heard funk music blaring from Zach's bedroom. He walked across the kitchen and opened the bedroom door. Joe, I think something's wrong with me, he heard Zach stammer. Where are you, Joe asked, laughing, looking around as the room filled with black lights, an old school, school boombox, and a disco light. He then saw Zach in the far corner. I can't move, man. My ass. It's paralyzed. He shouted as Joe busted out laughing. A few moments later, Shepard answered his phone. Yellow. Dude, what are you doing right now? Joe asked, holding a finger to his ear as he stood in the kitchen and ignored the mass amount of funk playing in the other room. Well, I'm downloading hentai and watching The Exorcist. What are you doing? Dude, you gotta stop and come over to Zach's right now. Joe replied laughing as he turned and saw the bedroom door repeatedly opening and slamming shut. Seriously, man, I gotta turn this music off. Joe sighed, walking back to the bedroom. No, don't do it! Zach screamed from the far corner, but Joe went ahead and flicked it off. Jesus, man, my ears were ringing. Joe replied as Zach looked around nervously. He suddenly flew into the air, ass first. His ass pulled him across the air, and Joe was barely able to move out of the way as Zach body slammed into the boombox. What the hell? How long have you been able to fly? Joe shouted. I don't know how to fly. Zach shouted back angrily as Make It Funky came back onto the boombox. You just did, though. Joe shouted astonishedly. No, it's my ass. Your ass flies. No, I think my ass is evil. Your ass. I don't know, Joe. All I know is that it keeps making me do things, and I think it might have killed a cat. Your, your ass. No, the damn thing you brought back from Africa. Oh, oh, I see. So this is my fault. This is the thanks I get for thinking about you when I'm overseas. You know, if you didn't like it, Zach, all you had to do was say something. Joe sighed and turned to leave, but the door slammed shut. God damn it, you asshole, Zach screamed. Suddenly, Zach flipped over and his ass arced into the air as the rest of him was held against the floor. His ass began shaking left to right as Make It Funky continued blaring. Zach. I have things to do. I can't be stuck here. Joe sighed and grabbed the door handle. The handle then turned to some sort of mush and dripped to the floor. With a sigh, Joe took a step back and kicked the door off its hinges. Joe, don't leave, man. I need you to help me. Zach shouted as his ass continued dancing. I'm not leaving. I'm just not going to be standing in this room with the dancing ass. He called back down and sat down at Zach's computer. Joe logged into his own Facebook to see if he had any notifications. Shepard soon arrived on the scene and walked into the house and stood by Joe. Who are you talking to? He asked as Joe quickly closed all the windows. Nothing! He shouted back and stood from the computer and headed to the kitchen. So, uh, what, what's, uh, what's going on? Why'd I have to stop what I'm doing? Shepard asked as he walked in and grabbed the box of Captain Crunch off the top of Zach's fridge. Joe pointed across the room and into the room that was Zach's bedroom. Shepard casually stood in the doorway and ate the dry cereal as the ass danced in the air, and Zach had actually fallen asleep. The air now seemed to have a slightly purple glow to it that barely shined through Zach's blue jeans. I mean, to be fair, it's a good song, though, Shepard told Joe. Yeah, but I don't... He can't stay like this, man, Joe replied. Why not, dude? He finally has a good taste in music, Shepard asked with a chuckle and walked from the doorway. Joe took a last look at the strange scene and walked back with Shepard as the two headed to the living room. Look, we need to just clear our heads. We can't, we can't think of what to do. We gotta... We gotta, you know, Zach has an Xbox, right? We could probably play, play a few rounds of Halo before we gotta address this, Shepard had suggested. And as the day waged on, it soon became evening, and Joe and Shepard had just finished playing a few campaigns of all three Halo games. 
Well, we should probably feed it, Joe sighed and stood up. It being Zack? Shepard asked as the two walked from the couch, through the living room and to the kitchen, and then to the bedroom that they hadn't looked at for several hours. Guys, I'm awake and I need help. Zack screamed as the two looked up and saw Zack was on the ceiling, being held up by his ass, the rest of him hanging limp in the air. Well, we brought you some chicken, Shepard greeted, opening the fridge, grabbing the rotisserie chicken and throwing it onto Zack's bed. Zack sniffed, and then it was as if his ass had simply let go of the ceiling. Zack slammed against the floor and was helpless, as his ass drug him across the floor to the bed. Zack felt his ass tear through his own pants, and it was then he felt his ass beginning to feed. Yeah, I'm done, Joe proclaimed and threw his hands in the air. He left the doorway as Shepard soon followed and grabbed the half-empty box of Captain Crunch that he was working on earlier. About an hour later, everything went silent. Joe turned and looked over his shoulder at the sudden silence as Shepard was pouring milk into a bowl of more cereal. Everything was silent, and then a ring at the door. A low and massive growl filled the house, and its origin was from Zack's ass. Joe opened the door and instantly ducked as he saw it was Father Sherman on the front porch. You strange man, I mean you no harm, Shepard Sherman shouted, putting his hands in front of him. You tried to shoot us, Joe shouted as Sherman put his hands together. First of all, you tried to shoot me first. And sir, I was merely trying to stop your car. You must listen to me. All of our eternal souls are in danger, Sherman pleaded as Joe hesitantly stepped aside and Sherman walked in. Please. I can feel it. There is a possessed man here. Lead me to him. Sherman nodded to Joe. It's actually just his ass, Joe replied as Sherman put a hand up. Please, this is no time for jokes. He shot sternly as he and Joe passed Shepard who was eating. Joe led the priest to the bedroom and he looked around until seeing nothing. But then, Zack's purple glowing ass sticking out from under the blankets of his bed. Oh, foul being! Father Sherman growled as the ass suddenly sprayed green liquid across the room, covering the blankets and the floor around it. The ass jiggled as it made a laugh, a strange laugh that echoed from the butt cheeks. Father Sherman, how you doing? A voice from Zack's ass asked. Demon, identify yourself, Sherman ordered as he pulled a cross from his black cloak. Well, my name's Isaac Washington, fool, and I'm depressed that you have not heard of me. The voice shot back in a southern accent as the funk music continued to play, but at a much lower tone, much more reasonable than before. Release this man and go back to the hell of which you came, Sherman shouted as the blankets to the bed slowly pulled back and Zack's head was uncovered at the foot of the bed. My God, it's hideous. What have you done to him? Sherman shouted, putting a hand to his mouth. Hey, asshole, that's my face, Zack shouted angrily. What? My God, Sherman asked in a gasp. Fool, do not make him repeat himself, Isaac ordered from Zack's ass. Was that your ass? Shepard asked, walking up next to Sherman. If you don't know, now you know, Isaac shot back. This is ridiculous, Shepard laughed, half spraying cereal from his mouth. Well, if you think that's ridiculous, wait till you see this, Isaac roared and sprayed another fountain of green liquid. Second thought, man. Now nah, we, we, we're going to keep this guy, Shepard chuckled with a bite of cereal and patting Sherman's back. Get out of here, Sherman ordered to Shepard, who turned and headed back to the living room. How's, uh, how's it going in there? Joe asked as Shepard turned back to look at the kitchen. 
Suddenly, Father Sherman was launched across the kitchen, covered in a fountain of green sludge. He slammed the table as the sewage continued spraying. He put his hands in front of his face, but the waterfall was too powerful. He struggled, trying to get through it. He reached over with his right hand and grabbed a skillet. He barely grabbed the handle and put it in front of him as a shield. He stood from the table and slowly walked towards the bedroom door as the green sludge continued to spray. I mean, I guess it's going all right, Shepard said with a shrug. The ass belched as the sludge stopped, and Father Sherman stood in the doorway, drenched in vomit. Isaac Washington, I command you to leave this man's rear, Sherman shouted, raising the skillet above his head. Oh, what, bitch? The ass shouted and forced Zack to fall to the floor. It drug Zack towards Sherman and slowly rose into the air, as Zack was soon on the tips of his fingers. You see my powers, son? Isaac roared as it was now eye to ass with Father Sherman. Spencer then let the skillet fall. The sound made the ass turn and look at the skillet, and when it turned back, Spencer splashed holy water on it. Isaac roared and made Zack move backwards, still on the tips of his fingers. It roared loudly as Sherman splashed more water until Zack fell to his stomach on the bed and began bouncing wildly. I'm burning, Isaac roared as Zack continued bouncing wildly on the bed. Joe, Shepard, get in here, Sherman ordered as Zack continued bouncing and white foam grew from his ass. Joe and Shepard ran into the room as Father Sherman pointed at Zack. Restrain him. I must perform this ritual now, Spencer roared. Your mother sucks cock in hell, Father Sherman, Isaac spat. Bullshit, I called my mom before I came here. Sherman shot back as, Zach, as Joe held Zack's legs and Shepard held Zack's arms. Isaac roared with laughter as Sherman climbed onto the bed and stood over the ass and dropped some holy water on Isaac, who roared with fury. Dude, that fucking hurts! Zack shouted from the head of the foot of his bed. This is ridiculous, Shepard replied once more as Zack punched Zack right in the ass. The power of Christ compels you! Sherman shouted, raising a cross to the sky, as a disco ball gleamed off the edges. Sherman laughed insanely as the shadows of the cross covered Zack's ass, and steam began to rise from the flesh. Dude, what are you doing back there? Zack shouted, not able to see to what was happening to his own rear. His ass shook violently, until suddenly Joe and Shepard were sent flying backwards into the walls. Sherman was launched off the bed and hit the top of the doorway and fell to the floor. The three men looked up and saw Isaac was laughing insanely as he rose into the air. Zack turned in a circle, his ass glowing as purple as it had the entire night. So fucking annoying, Zack sighed as he was helpless against his own flying ass. Sherman slowly stood until the rear faced him. I am Isaac Washington. I was hung three times. My casket was buried and then dug up and sent to Africa, and it was there that the headhunters found me and ate my corpse. And yet here I am. I still live. The ass roared until soaring through the air. Yeah, you live in an ass, though, Joe reminded as Zack flew towards the three. Sherman dodged the ass missile as Zack flew out of the room and into the kitchen. Sherman ran into the kitchen and quickly opened the fridge door as a dozen knives were thrown at him. The knives stuck into the miscellaneous juices and cheeses as Sherman shut the door and threw a splash of holy water, but saw Zack was no longer in the room and the back door was wide open. The demon. It has ran outside. Sherman shouted as Joe and Shepard stumbled into the room. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Shepard asked, looking at Joe, who shrugged. Unknown to the three, however, Zack rose above the city blocks. Isaac continued climbing until he could see almost the entire town. Zack sighed as he saw random pieces of scrap metal and old rusty steel floating through the air and towards him. 
Isaac, man, what are you doing? Zack asked with a sigh. He knew he was helpless, so he thought maybe he would try to reason with him. In time, my boy, in time. The pieces of metal and rust slowly began to revolve around Zack and into the air, and that was when Sherman, Shepard, and Joe stepped outside. My God, what is it? Sherman asked as the three stood in the middle of the street outside to see Zack was covered in old car parts. I am now Iron Ass! Isaac roared as the only visible thing was in fact the ass. Fuck this. I'm going home. Joe said, walked to his jeep, got in his car, and in fact, left and went home. It was now only Sherman and Shepard who stared in awe, until Zack ran on his hands and was forced to try and tackle Shepard. Shepard rolled out of the way as Isaac turned the iron ass back around. Zack, I apologize. Father Sherman warned and brought out his forty-five handgun. It seems to be the only way. What? No, fuck that, Zack shouted, when Sherman shot Zack right in the ass and sent him to the ground. Oh, what the hell? Zack groans as Isaac groaned simultaneously. You can't stop me. I'm Isaac Washington. Isaac coughed from Zack's ass as Sherman and Shepard stood above him. Isaac, man, can you just, like, get out of me? Zack sighed. Why? Well, I thought we were bonding. I thought we were becoming friends, Isaac replied sadly. Maybe. You know, maybe we could have been, had you not possessed my ass. Zack replied calmly and looked over his shoulder, looking at his own rear. But... But think about it, man. We could have our own sitcom. Isaac tried, but Zack was silent. You really want me to leave? Isaac asked slowly. Yeah, Isaac, I, I really would. Zack confessed. Dude, just leave, Shepard shouted. Boy, do not take that tone with me, Isaac suddenly roared, and the iron-ass suit was back in motion, standing on Zack's hands once again. Ah, ah, fuck. Shit. Shepard repeated. Isaac Washington, the power of Christ compels you, Sherman roared once more, and held a cross to the night sky. Isaac roared as Sherman repeated and looked at Shepard. Shepard, you must chant with me. The more of us there are, the more power it will have, Sherman ordered. Oh man, that church shit's lame, Shepard scoffed. Just, just do it. The power of Christ compels you, Sherman roared as Shepard mumbled the phrase. Power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you, Sherman roared and brought a gun to Shepard's head. Louder! Jesus Christ, Shepard shouted. The power of Christ compels you, he then shouted, much more loudly. Isaac roared and the iron ass suit fell. Yes, he's weakening, between Christ and the gaping bullet wound. Quick, Shepard, we need something for the demon to be transferred into, Sherman ordered and continued chanting as Shepard looked around. Isaac glowed until something began pushing out of Zack's ass. Isaac groaned and moaned until finally a purple glowing ball shot forth and Zack fell limp to the ground. Isaac laughed wildly as the ball rolled around through the air without any place to go. All right, then. I'm just going to find somewhere else. Whose ass is next? He yelled wildly when suddenly he found himself caught in a mason glass jar and Shepard was screwing the lid on. Shepard smiled and with a sharpie wrote Zack's ass on the glass. Isaac beat against the glass but realized he couldn't escape as the priest began wrapping a rosary around it and covered the lid in holy water just to be sure. Isaac lay against the bottom of the bottle, and Shepard gave it a hug. A couple hours later, well, more like 45 minutes later, Zach lay on the hospital bed as Father Sherman and Shepard, who held Isaac in a glass jar, stood by his bed. Well, sir, looks like you're a lucky man. Seems your bullet wound only grazed you. Your posterior will be just fine, a female said with a nurse. Hey, how about you turn around and give us a look? Isaac spat from the jar as the nurse gave a scowl and stormed out of the room. 
Well, Zack chuckled and looked at Isaac in the jar. That's my ass, he shouted with a smile and gave Isaac a thumbs up. Cue laugh track and credits.